episode 17, Year End Money Moves and Goals for 2023. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. It's been a while. My name is Wendy Coop and I'm the Savvy Budget Girl. And I want to thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Savvy Budget Girl podcast. Today, we're talking about year end money moves to make for 2022 and goal setting for 2023. This audio is from one of my recent live YouTube videos. So if you hear references to video, please ignore them. I hope that this brings you joy and peace and the ability to create sustainable goals for 2023. And as always, hit me up on Instagram at Savvy Budget Girl and share your goals and let's celebrate and achieve them together. Now, let's go to the audio. Welcome or welcome back to the channel. My name is Wendy Coop and I'm the Savvy Budget Girl. And today we're talking year end money moves for 2022 going into 2023. I've got six things for you that you're going to want to pay attention to as we wrap up 2022 and go into 2023. Are you ready? Let's go. Number one, prepare for next year's taxes. That means lining up any end of the year donations, annual business expenses, and retirement contributions. Now, if you follow my boy Carter Cofield over on Instagram, he is wonderful at giving you tax free living tips if you're an entrepreneur. His tips do not work if you are not an entrepreneur, okay? So if you are not a business owner, you don't have to listen to Carter, but Carter Cofield, uh, CPA out of uh, Chicago, I believe, he is excellent with the tax tips. And one of the tips that he suggests is to prepay for next year's expenses today. So if you know that you're going to need something in January, February, March, go ahead and buy it now in December for your business. That way you can take that expense as a write-off. Again, I'm not a tax attorney. I'm not an attorney, period. I'm not a CPA. I'm just passing on things that I have learned over the years. So that's number one. Number two, review your withholdings. That, do you remember that W-4 form that you filled out when you got your job um, that allowed you to claim a certain number of withholding? Well, many people out there intentionally lower their withholding so that they get a bigger tax refund in the spring. But hey, guys, that's craziness. That is so crazy. Here's, here's why. And I, I watched this on a YouTube channel where the lady was probably going to get back $11,000 in her tax re tax refund because she intentionally doesn't claim any, um, any, any uh, exemptions is the wrong word, but you know what I'm saying. So, but in her monthly budget, she very, she rarely has any money left over for herself or for her husband or for her kids. She counts on that $11,000 tax return. Guys, the government is not your savings bank, okay? It's not. If you want to have full use of all the money that you are supposed to have, then get with a CPA, get with HR, and look at that form and refile that form so that you neither owe nor get a refund in the spring. 
The goal is not to get a refund. The goal is not to have the government be your bank account. The goal is for you to have as much of your money with you throughout the year as possible so that you can use it for savings, for paying down debt, for saving for retirement, for kids' college, for booking that trip to Costa Rica, whatever. It's your money. You should have it all year long. So review your withholdings. Number three, it goes with number two, but check your benefits at work. Are you still in an open enrollment period? Do you need to adjust the plans that you're on for vision, dental, medical? Do you have long-term care insurance? Do you have short, short-term disability like AFLAC or something like that? Did you know you can buy AFLAC on your own? Oh, yeah. I know this because I used to sell it. I used to do a lot of things, guys. But yes, you can uh, buy things like Aflac on your own without the company. It's cheaper through a company, but that doesn't mean you can't buy it. So check your benefits at work. Make sure that you are getting everything that you are entitled to and that you're not paying for something that you're not using. Okay. Number four. Do you have life insurance? Yeah, I'm talking to all of you. Whether you are single, married, kids, no kids, there should be enough money somewhere to bury you and settle all your debts in your estate if you, well, not if, we will all die. When we die, there should be enough somewhere to settle that amount. And now if you've got that amount in savings, God bless. That is awesome. But if you don't, get a life insurance policy, not just any life insurance policy, but a term life insurance policy. So we're talking a policy for 10, 20, 30, 40 years, and then that's it. Don't pay any more after that, because by the end of that term, you should have enough money in your possession as uh, savings or investments or whatever to bury you and settle your estate. Okay, so make sure that you have life insurance and the corollary to that, because I used to sell life insurance, too. So this is this is also near and dear to my heart. But as a corollary to making sure that you have life insurance, also make sure that your estate is planned. Do you have a will? Do you have a trust? Do you have some legal document that states exactly what's supposed to happen with your estate? And don't let the word estate scare you. Okay, just because you're not a multimillionaire doesn't mean you don't have an estate. Okay, so what's going to happen to your stuff and your money when you die? Have a plan so that it can be executed upon your death with as little legal trouble as possible. All right. Number five, check your credit. Now, if you're watching this on YouTube, um, instead of listening to the audio, I'm going to put a website on the screen. It's annualcreditreport.com. It is the only site where you can get a free uh, website. Website. It is the only website to get your free credit reports. The only one. Okay. And this is authorized by federal law. And I just went to double check. And yes, you can still get your um, 
you can still get your credit reports for free on a weekly basis. It used to be before the pandemic that you had to wait um, a year in between accessing each of the three reports, Equifax, TransUnion, and um, Equifax, TransUnion, and Experian. But ever since the pandemic, the government has authorized free weekly credit reports. Again, annualcreditreport.com is where you need to go. Get all three of your credit reports, compare them, see if there's anything unusual going on. Are, are there outstanding things that are keeping your credit uh, score down? You don't need to pay for your credit score right now. You don't need to pay for anything. Just go to annual annualcreditreport.com and get your credit reports and review them for mistakes, dispute any mistakes, and make sure that you that you are aware of everything that's on your credit report. Because if you don't know, you can't fix it. And if you apply for credit and someone's basing it off of your credit report solely and there's mistakes on there, then you might not get that loan, which we will talk about in a minute, but you might not get that loan um, that you're trying to get that mortgage, that car loan, whatever, at a most favorable rate because there's something wrong with your credit report. So again, annualcreditreport.com is the site. You can get your reports for free, all three of them, Experian, Equifax, and TransUnion. And you can do this every week. Take advantage of this, guys. Take advantage. Now, my bonus tip number six is kind of a two-part thing. Part one is to pay attention to the interest rates. Okay, if you've got debt, then it's going to get, it's already gotten more expensive. There have been like seven rate hikes this year by the Fed. And there are going to be more until we are out of this recession and the economy has righted itself. Okay, so if you've got debt, it will continue to get more expensive to hold on to that debt simply because interest rates are adjusting up. Not down, but up. The latest interest rate hike was at 0.5%, which is less than the previous rate hikes, but it's still a rate hike. So if you do not have to take out debt, please don't, because I want you, if you are going to take out debt, to get the best rate possible. And that also goes back to checking your credit report, making sure everything is on the up and up, making payments on time, avoiding collections, things like that. And then part two of our bonus tip is to set appropriate goals for 2023. And we're going to talk about some goals too. Um, what is it that you want to accomplish in 2023? Uh, whether that's professionally, personally, with your budget, not with your budget. What are, you, what are you looking to do? I have a list on my computer, which I can also see on my phone, about year-end, not just year-end money moves to make, but also what are my goals for 2023? And I wrote down 10 of them. So what I would encourage you to do is write down 10 goals for 2023. They don't all have to be about money. They can be about health as well. So for example, I want to lose 50 pounds in six months. I know it doesn't look like I need to lose any weight, but trust and believe <laughs> me and my diabetes need to lose some weight. Okay. So I need 
So what I would need to do is write that goal down, lose 50 pounds in six months. And then for each of your goals, you're going to write down what you need to do to achieve those goals. Or even better, here's the hack. Instead of writing, I want to lose six, 50 pounds in six months, you instead, which is a results-based goal, what you do instead is make your, res- your goal about your activity. So instead of saying, I'm going to lose 50 pounds in six months, you say, I commit to walking three nights a week after dinner. That's it. You commit to the activity and then the activity will dovetail into the results. Okay. So like I could say I want a thousand subscribers on this YouTube channel by Valentine's day. I could say that. But the reality is, is that in order to get to a thousand subscribers, I need to put out consistent quality content. So the better goal for me to set is a content goal of three quality pieces of content each week, rather than saying my goal is a thousand subscribers, because guess what? I can't control who subscribes and who doesn't subscribe. By the way, now would be a good time to subscribe if you're getting value. Also, if you're getting value out of this, please hit the thumbs up button and like this video. So results-based goals are okay. Activity goals or performance-based goals where you actually control what you're doing are better. So let's see. So for example, one of my goals is to max out my Roth IRA in 2023. That's going to be $6,500. And so instead of saying, I'm going to max out my Roth IRA, I could say, I'm going to save $600 every month into retirement until I max out my Roth IRA. Do you see the difference? The difference is simply what you are going to do to, to have that action create the result that you want. And it's good to have these monetary uh, amounts in mind. So if you go through your list and you know that it's going to take $50,000 for you to reach your goals and you make $100,000, okay, well, great. You need to live on half of what you make, <laughs> okay? If it's going to take $50,000 to reach your goals and you only make sixty, well, you're going to have to find ways to increase your income or adjust the time with which you're going to complete your goals. So it may be that you need to make more money. It could be that you need to save more money, but guys, you can only save, but so much can only cut back so far before the need to increase your income, whether that's a side hustle, a part-time job, getting a raise at work, getting a different job, moving to a place that costs less money. All of those things are valid ways to increase your income and can be done to with certain degrees of difficulty. I would say the easiest one to do would probably be the side hustle and probably an online side hustle. But that is how I would look at setting the goals. So what are my goals? What are Wendy's goals for 2023? Well, I already told you um, to max out my Roth IRA, also to max out my husband's Roth IRA and actually to start his because we don't, I don't think he has one. <laughs> so, so definitely doing that. I want to save one month of expenses. I want to start and fund my nephew's 529. 
I also want to employ him during the summer so that he will have wages so that he can start a Roth IRA at the ripe old age of seven. Oh, yes. We're starting little man off with some, you know, we're going to give him a hand up, not a handout. Okay. Don't let your children struggle like you've struggled. Okay. If you know that investing early is going to produce the best results, set your children up or the children in your life that you care about, set them up so that they have retirement savings early. They have college savings early, that they have money to do the things. Of course, take care of your household, but don't make your kids struggle because you struggle. Oh, hire him to do what? I don't know. Whatever seven-year-olds are good at doing. Uh, cutting with some scissors. <laughs> I'm not sure. Folding paper. We will find something for a little uh, Cam to do uh, during the summer. Another goal is to pay off $30,000 in debt. And I want $25,000 of that to be my defaulted student loans because y'all, it's time for that stuff to come off of my credit. Okay, it's been too darn long and I need to, I need to get those paid. Um, I have a subscriber goal for YouTube and that is 10,000 subscribers by the end of 2023. Shout out to all of you who have subscribed so far. I love you. And thank you so much for tuning in, whether you tune in live or whether you watch the replays. I love you. Thank you so much. Goal number eight is to make $10,000 a month uh, from YouTube, from social media, from Etsy, from Shopify, wherever I can get my stuff sold. Y'all, I want to make $10,000 a month. I'm putting it out there. Goal number nine for me is to have a 720 credit score with no late payments or collections on my file. And in 2023, transfer my car into my business name so that I can further enjoy tax benefits, okay? And again, we'll do a whole nother video about these tax benefits. If I can get Carter Cofield, y'all, that would be awesome. So put that bug in his ear on Instagram. Go bug him and say, you need to be on Savvy Budget Girls channel. So those are my goals. I wanna hear your goals in the comment section. If you're watching this on the replay, definitely leave your goals. If you're listening to this audio podcast, Hit me up on Instagram. Tell me what your goals are for 2023. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the Savvy Budget Girl podcast. As always, you can find resources that I've mentioned at SavvyBudgetGirl.com or on Etsy at Savvy Budget Girl TV. Thank you again, and I will see you in the next or hear you in the next episode. Bye.